Minutes on Mastery is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is Hall of Fame swimming coach Bob Bowman on the Finding Mastery podcast with Michael Gervais, describing his tactics for teaching imagery. Okay, when you do when you teach imagery, yeah. is there a particular way that you teach it? I teach it very simply. <laughs> I, I I tell kids it's like, well, you're watching a movie, right? But it needs to be very vivid. You need to be in it. You need to smell it, taste it. The more because the brain can't tell the difference between something that's vividly imagined and something that's real, right? That's the whole purpose. I've learned several things through my career, and you know, Michael, I think is the greatest visualizer of all time. And I had learned later after he had done the Beijing Olympics that he will visualize the race going exactly the way that he wants it to go. And he will do it as if he is actually in the water and also as if he's watching himself in the stance, you know, like or from above or some two different, perspectives. two different perspectives, but he will also visualize scenarios where things go wrong in the race and how he will respond to it. So he has a whole database of these visualizations that he can call upon, you know, at the critical moment and it won't be conscious because he's rehearsed it time and time again. He's swum these races hundreds of times in his mind. So it'll just click when it matters. Do you have a sense of how much time he spent on a regular basis doing it? Was it a daily, twice it's, a week? It, well, it's definitely daily at, in the lead up to the event. I would say I could, he also uses his videos of his best races. He would always ask me for the videos of his best races about two months to six weeks out. And I know that started the process. And after that, he would be probably every day visualizing. He got so good at it, he had to do it in the middle of the day because at night he'd get so jacked up he couldn't go to sleep after, you know, because it's pretty emotional too. Yeah, I, I, same thing. If you're doing it right, yeah. you're, you're going to switch on. Yeah, you're getting switched on. Yeah, and doing it in bed <laughs> is not the time. No, no, you have to find a time during the day. And I would say other than that, he's probably doing it maybe once or twice a week. And then do you have a sense of how much time he's allocated? I'm gonna, I have no real idea. I'm going to say 30 minutes. I, I don't think it's a big – I think he might take one race a day. You know, two two or three times, and they're not that long. Yeah, and you can segment it out. You can yeah. do you, if you wanted to. You could just do walking on stage. Yeah, for sure. As oh yeah, you could do whatever. Stage, oh yeah, you know, like sometimes being on stage, giving your speech. Sometimes yeah. you know, like you can. Oh, for sure. It out. Okay, and I then, will say about visualization. One of the things that we try to do is tie that into the training, because at certain aspects of the practice, when we get to, like say they're doing this very long set. And there's one repeat left at the end, which is like, say it's, I don't know, 100 meters. And we want them to try to replicate the time they're going to swim in the race in the 100 meters. I would say something like, all right, play the movie now. Your last 100 to 400 IM. You know, and try to visualize why you're actually physically doing this. And whether the time adds up or not, if it does, that's fine. But if not, you're at least getting your brain to carry that into what's physically happening. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. For the full Finding Mastery podcast, head over to findingmastery.net or check us out on Apple Podcasts. And for a special offer from Athletic Greens, head to athleticgreens.com slash findingmastery.